My name is Jeffrey Sidoris, and this is Iteration 34. Next month, we will have been in this house for two years, and it's taken me all of that time to finally get around to building out two of the basement spaces that will ultimately become my studios, one for podcasting and digital media, and the other for painting and printing. The previous owners of this house were both makers. He was a woodworker and an engineer, and she was a painter. And together, they literally built this house in 1956. In fact, one of the downstairs spaces served as a wood shop where the living room built-ins and the kitchen cabinets were made. So there's a history of making here. And I knew before we even bought the house and moved in that I wanted at least one of the spaces downstairs as a studio. And I think I even told Adrian that I would start building it out day one. But here we are two years later and still no studio. What happened? Well, I think like so many other creative endeavors, it has something to do with fear, or what Stephen Pressfield calls resistance. And before I go much further, if you are a maker or a creator and have not read The War of Art, either pause this episode and go order yourself a copy, or write yourself a note to pick one up later. Uh, It may take you a couple readings to really get it, but once it sinks in, I think it will offer a ton of insight into not only the creative process, but how self-doubt and fear can be debilitating until we learn to get a handle on them. Resistance can take quite a few forms, but it most often reveals itself as a nagging, self-loathing little voice in the back of our heads that will, in the words of Sergeant Foley, use every means necessary, both fair and unfair, to trip you up and expose your weaknesses. Resistance is clever, and whether it's telling you that your work is no good, or your ideas are passe and unoriginal, it knows just which pressure points to push and which thousand cuts to make in order for you to question yourself and instead embrace the comforting hug of procrastination. As Pressfield points out, one of the biggest mistakes we make is convincing ourselves that a force which is universal and impersonal is actually individual and very, very personal. How does this relate to building a studio? Well, for me, resistance makes me question my value, both professionally and personally. So the idea of building a space dedicated to making personal work triggered the narrative fiction that I'd created that my work had no value. So I kept putting it off. You've probably heard the adage, you're not ready to hear it until you're ready to hear it. Uh, Another version presents the argument that we will keep engaging in the same patterns or behaviors until the fear of not changing is greater than the fear of breaking the pattern and trying something new. Over the past year or so, at least with regard to painting and writing, that's exactly the point that I reached. One of the reasons that I have been unhappy with the paintings that I've been making lately is that a lot of them just aren't very good, at least to me, which may be more of an issue of perfectionism that I'll save for another time. The point is, regardless of what others think 
of our work. If we don't like what we make, it's often easy to get discouraged and simply stop doing it. The irony is that the only way to get better is to keep doing it, whatever your it is. If you're a photographer, you may know the Henri Cartier-Bresson quote that goes, your first 10,000 photographs are your worst. Now, I don't necessarily believe this, but I get where he was going. We have to put in the time, the effort, the thought, the vision, the blood, sweat, and tears to get better at anything. And if we're talking about the intangible nature of art, well, we have to go even further. We have to be okay with including little bits of ourselves in what we make, and that can be terrifying. Because if a viewer or a listener or a reader rejects it, on some level, they also reject us. Or at least that's what resistance wants to make us believe. And speaking for myself, far too often it works. I've really had to go deep on changing my thoughts around moving forward with these studios, and part of what got me over the hump was ending on taking pictures. No longer having to put the time and energy into doing that show each week, which for me went far beyond just showing up on Tuesdays and turning on the mic. It's allowed me to free myself up to think about more than trying to convince myself that I need a new camera, and instead think about how I can serve an audience and how I want to grow and improve in my own creative pursuits. I think that building out two dedicated spaces serves two main purposes for me. Number one, it allows me to more clearly distinguish between my work life or my making life and my personal life. At the moment, my sole creative space is a room adjacent to our bedroom. And while it's convenient, the proximity means that there's really no separation from the rest of my life. And the lines between the personal and professional is often blurred. However, if I have to go through the kitchen door at the other end of the house, down the stairs into the basement, down the hall to the studios, it becomes more like going to the office. I've even considered getting a vintage time clock for the digital studio and maybe a pair of coveralls to change into for the paint studio, much in the same way that Mr. Rogers would don his signature sweater when entering the neighborhood. But whether I'm clocking in physically or metaphorically, the goal is to create an environment that sets the expectation that these are spaces meant for making. The other thing it does is allow me to co-locate all of my creative endeavors. The two studios are connected by a set of double doors, which means I can easily shift gears between digital and analog making and bounce back and forth as needed. For example, I can previs ideas for new paintings or composites digitally in one studio, then go next door to the other studio to set them in motion. Or if I'm working on a new collage or a painting in the paint studio and think of a topic for a new iteration, my booth is only steps away. There are enough creative barriers and obstacles in the creative process to overcome. Where we make shouldn't be one of them. My studios will be creative tools in and of themselves, just like a camera or a set of brushes or a favorite journal or notebook. And these tools should encourage us to engage more often and create not only better work, but more of it. In the show notes, you'll find links to a few things that have caught my eye recently, including a terrific short film about lawnmower racing called 41X by filmmaker Brian Carlson. 
Also, Lens Culture recently shared a brilliant photo essay by photographer Michael Christopher Brown called Yo Soy Fidel. Uh, in the essay, Brown follows the freedom caravan that carried Fidel Castro's remains across Cuba after his death, and it is a gorgeous set of photographs. One of my favorite artists, Shepard Ferry, takes time to talk to Capitol Public Radio about his new mural. It's a 15-story image of Johnny Cash that he painted on the Residence Inn Hotel in Sacramento, and it's the largest thing he's done to date. Really interesting conversation. You can subscribe to Iterations in Apple Podcasts or your favorite podcast app. And if you'd like to connect with me, I'm on Instagram and Twitter at Jeffrey Sadoris. That's J-E-F-F-E-R-Y-S-A-D-D-O-R-I-S. Also, my other podcast, Process Driven, will be back with brand new episodes starting in September. Be sure to subscribe in your favorite podcast app so you don't miss that. Uh, my book, Photography by the Letter, is a terrific field guide for photographers and photo enthusiasts. And you can pick up a copy in either paperback or as a downloadable ebook at photographybytheletter.com. I'll be back in a week or two with another iteration, and I hope you'll join me. Until then, thanks very much for your time. I appreciate you being here, and I hope you enjoyed it. And I'll talk to you on the next one. Mm-hmm.